Welcome to a bonus episode of the Exam Room Podcast brought to you by the Physicians Committee. I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. My guest today is a man who went from running up the tab at a restaurant to running up a storm on the street. Josh Lajani, now one of the most well-known plant-based athletes in the entire country, and he and I hit it off in a big way. We're both just a couple of huge football fanatics who top the scale at our heaviest at 420 pounds. But how we got to where it is we are today, very different. His journey started with an improbable New Orleans Saints Super Bowl victory. He does love him some Saints. Now Josh is inspiring millions of others to follow him on his plant-based lifestyle. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. We recorded it at Vegan This in Washington, D.C. Josh was thrilled that the Physicians Committee flew him in to be the keynote speaker that night, and I was thrilled that he would sit down and take the time to join us on the exam room brought to you by the Physicians Committee. The Exam Room Podcast brought to you by the Physicians Committee on location just before the start of Vegan This with a very special guest today. I'm excited about this. This man has logged more miles on the road than most rental cars. <laughs> with that, we welcome Josh Lejani to the show. How are you, Josh? Thanks for having me, man. I'm amazing, and I'm very honored to be invited here. This is my first trip to D.C., and it's been wonderful just the 24 hours I've been here so You're far. You're New Orleans guy, right? New Orleans, yeah. Can kind of tell by the Saints hat. Oh, you got to represent, man. Who that nation? Who that, <laughs> So, uh, you know, whenever I get a fellow weight loss success story on the show, I get real excited. Um at my heaviest, the listeners know, I was 420 pounds, mm-hmm. lost 275, now I'm 145. 5'5 five, five on a good day. You got a little more height than I do, but what, what did you max out at, man? You got Around quite four, the story. Yeah, about 420 as nice. well. Nice. I'm on a 6'3 you know, and a half frame. Though. Right. Got a couple inches on me. A little bit. All right. So what, what's, uh, what's the secret sauce, man? How'd you do it? Well, uh, Boy, I wish there was a real quick answer to that. Yeah, right. But, yeah, right. Because <laughs> uh, then I could just package it up and give it away to folks and right. change their lives really, really easily. Um, but for me, wh- where it all started was, you know, obviously as you're as, as a fat guy, I've always wanted to lose weight. For sure. That's always been a backbeat in the back of my mind. Was I've always wanted to lose weight, but. Um, and I would lose weight. I would lose 100 pounds, lose 80 pounds, put it back on, and plus, then some, some, right? yep. plus interest, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so I, I wound up during one of these waste, weight loss stints, I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And so she wound up talking me into going back to school eventually. She married me, which I was completely flabbergasted by that some beautiful female would marry this big fat hulking human being and so she talked me into going back to school and at the end of uh like it was at the beginning of 2011 um i just said you know i was i was at uh in my senior year i was uh, a non-traditional student finally about to get my degree a whole bunch of things in my life that i had previously thought were impossible one falling in love um, in a reciprocal manner, right, like I've right. always fallen in love, for sure. Is, right, but to have that in my life, to have that in my wife, and have someone who loved me no matter what, that blew my mind. Right, it was man. impossible, prove impossible. The Saints won a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's the big one in, in, in two thousand. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and we. I was like, in my in my entire life, I thought 
that's a foregone conclusion. It's never going to happen. Right, right. Here we are. Bam. Saints won the Super Bowl. Another thing was, I am a has-been football player, has-been athlete who peaked out in high school, flunked out in college, got hurt, and so I'll never go back to school and get my degree. And here I was in 2011, you know, just 12 months away For from sure finally getting that business degree that I had always coveted secretly but never really had the gumption to go right. far until my wife really prodded me into it. And so as I was on as I began that year of uh, February 2011, I just really I felt smart. I yeah. felt really good about myself for earning my degree finally. I felt really good that I had this beautiful wife who had a career and who who was just just so smart and and, and supportive. It's like a and, shot of confidence right, right there, man. Right? Big time, big time. And so I was like, I want my outside to match my inside. I feel smart, but what I'm doing to myself right now doesn't look very smart. To be, you know, wearing a 56 waist jeans. Yeah, and, man. Um, I don't look very smart. It looks, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look like a smart route to take. And so I, I was scared to do it, but I eventually just said, I'm going to look better by the end of the year. I, I want to put on a suit and not feel embarrassed when I'm standing in front of my uh, capstone course right, classmates. Right. There you go. Um, and and uh, so that was that's what set me off in 2011 is I wanted to just simply look better in a suit by December. I like the I way graduate. that you said that. Like, I, it wasn't I hope to. It's I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. so important. Yeah. It's just that verbiage, man. It's so powerful. Oh, linguistics is huge. Yeah. How do you talk to yourself when no one's looking is, is really, if you want to talk about a secret sauce, that's the secret sauce. For sure, man. For you sure. You better befriend yourself. You better give yourself a big, warm bro hug or you, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. Right. Right. So all the while here, right before you made up your mind to kind of feel good on the outside like you did on the inside, you said that you had kind of yo-yo dieted a little bit. Were you on the uh, the incline at that point? Were you going back up or were you, because you had this beautiful woman, you were trying to keep yourself in check? Oh, no. Yeah. She made it clear very early on that she loved me no matter what. And I took that to heart. Good woman. <laughs> good woman. <laughs> I probably put on 100 pounds in our first year together. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was definitely on my way up, and, and especially since uh, the Saints had just won the Super Bowl in, earlier in 2010. Right. And so that was a lot of partying. Party time. Lots of partying, lots of away away games, um, just living it up. And not only the food calories, but the alcohol calories. Dude, and, tell me. Oh, you my know, goodness. There are so many empty calories and booze, it's not even funny, it man. It is crazy. And so, and then so the follow-up to that, because um, I'm immediately thinking, and, oh, back-to-back Super Bowls, baby. Here we go. Uh, and so party all going. of 2010, we're still trying to keep that wave going, keep that partying going. So I was definitely on a steep climb for all of 2010, and I definitely topped out in the fall of 2010. That was definitely my biggest. Right on. 
was and definitely my biggest. 56-inch waist? 56-inch waist. pretty good. Waist. I mean, so you were up about my – see, now here's the problem with being a shorter guy. I was that same weight. I got up to a 66-inch waist. This isn't a contest. I'm just saying, like, I you wish fancy. I was 6'3", man. <laughs> it was – man, I mean, like, these are big pants. Tell me something, man. Here's something that only, like, big guys understand. You know, everybody's got those photos where they stand beside – those pants that they used to wear right yeah but the feeling that you get when you hold that up like for me the first time I did that like I felt proud of what I accomplished but I also kind of felt sick inside like how did I ever let myself get to that level yeah I that's a fleeting thought I try to not think about that right right I try to let it go because I do that that is a very um you know I think that's a very normal thought as someone who is where we are yeah based on where we were and um but it's a very it's it's you know it's deleterious to my current happiness to go there much right so i i don't i look at it i feel sorry for the old me rather than be disgusted by or angry with the old me i look at him and i go man I just, I feel bad for him. I wish we could have got this together sooner, but we didn't. And I love you. We, Because that fat guy has contributed more to my memory bank than any than anything. Right. right. I, have, I, have, I have accumulated more happy memories um, and more friends in that po- time of my life. I can't really designate it as evil time, terribleness. I just can't do it. It's just different. Sure. It's just different. You know, it sounds cliche, but uh, it, it made you the man that you are today. Absolutely. It certainly did me. Absolutely. Um, and so you've had the weight off for a number of years. Tell me, is it the same for you? Like, even though I've had this weight off now for nine years, just about every day I still feel like a brand new person. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that was the norm for so long was to be that overweight and just seeing the world completely differently now Mm -hmm. you hear about you know seeing it through a fresh set of eyes every single day is like that man yeah yeah Yeah, i'm i just physicians committee for responsible medicine medicine flew me to dc to talk like this is this is crazy town this is different for me like i'm just a few years ago i was you know standing in my bathroom mirror um fantasizing about using a steak knife to cut off all of my fat <laughs> right yeah man i know where you're you coming hold from, that dude. big belly and look in the mirror and like what if i could just rip it off yeah and i would hold it up and try yeah. to see my profile what would my waist look yeah. like if i didn't have this yeah. belly yeah like you know yeah I, f- I feel brand new every day that's pretty cool man so l- let me ask you this man so what um what'd you do man i mean that's that's the big question so you sure. make up your mind by december that mm-hmm. you're gonna look good in that suit right How'd you get to where you are today, man? It just started, you know, you got to do it wrong before you do it right. For sure. Right? Trial and and error. Right. So I went back to what I always knew. I went back to the gym. I'm ex-football. I'm a football guy. So I went back to three sets of 10 and lots of, lots of clinking iron, you know, and, uh, and you know, whey protein shakes, but I need three scoops because I'm a naturally beast. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, that's what I did. It was just I wanted to sweat more and eat less. Right that was on. pretty much it. That's what I had always done. I had lost 80-plus pounds several times, yeah. at least three times in Were my life. Were you doing gimmicky diets? Yeah, 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 sure. You know, well, it was almost always some version of a low-carb situation. Yeah. That's always how I would get the weight off. Yep. Um, there, was a, there, was one, there was one stint in there where I 
I used uh, Zenodrin with Ephedra um, until they pulled it from the it's market. Like speed, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it works. It worked really <laughs> well. You know, uh, I just didn't eat. Probably right? not the best choice, Josh. I'm not gonna lie to yeah, you. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely a poor decision. Yeah, right? um, but it was it was a learning experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, so I went back to just hitting the weights, right? Watching the carbs. And making sure I drink all the GNC whey protein I could find. There you go. And um, that's how it started. And I mean, when you weigh 420 pounds, you don't have to do much very right to lose no. weight. No, no. I mean, you're burning a whole lot of calories just being that big. Yes, sir. You know? Yeah. Oh, man, I do know. Like, that was the, the best part of, like, starting that was the beginning. Right. Because- well, and the thing is, is that it can lull you into thinking that what I'm doing right now as a 420 pound, what got me from 420 down to 350 is going to get me from 350 to 250. Oh, and that's not the case. Nope, nope, nope. And so people call those plateaus. Yep. But it's just, it's just, it's just um, inflection points or it's just, it's just where you just, you haven't made enough changes yet. Right. 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 And so that's, that's what happened. I get down and I, my goal from the very beginning was if I could just get back down to playing weight, which was like 295. What position? I played, I played tackle. Okay. Okay. D tackle or offense? I played D tackle at 295. I Ooh, played offense. I played offensive tackle. I played left tackle in my, in, um, uh, college. Uh, but for a very brief time, uh, at 3.30. All right, so you had some – you've always been a big guy. So always if you're not a football a fan, that's the offensive and defensive line right there, the big guys in the trenches. The big guys. Right on. The big guys. And so I wanted to get back to what I was in high school, right. which was in that 285 to 295 range. Right. And so that was the goal. So I got there. I got there uh, 2000 er, – probably – oh, shoot. 2012 right spring 2012 and then it's like the heels you kick the heels up you go ha ah, i made it mm-hmm. i can finally stop doing all of this crap yeah and then that's and it's a mistake like, right and then you start coasting back up and so all of 2012 after i ran my very first race um at 325 pounds or so i wound up just kind of fluctuating and not really making much headway in the weight loss department sure right and the next phase really came in 2013 the same race the same 10k i had committed earlier that i wanted to do that race in under an hour okay and so that race started to just be like this you know this real imminent threat on the horizon because i really wasn't prepared to go under an hour okay and so i just started uh i just started you know experimenting more with the food thinking about more about what to do what the food should look like and it was for the very first time i just really started trying to um be pragmatic as possible about what i was putting in everything everything up until that point i was like i'm running so much that it doesn't matter what i eat look at me i've lost 100 pounds already it's Bad, not really yeah, man you know yep and and so i went uh for the for the for the lenten season of 2013 we're not a very religious couple my wife and i but more as a social thing because everyone around us is catholic and everyone was giving up something gotta give Lent. up something man so what we did was we, my wife had been researching and she said, I'm going to, we're going to eat clean. Okay. For Lent. Right, right. 
And so I let her define what that meant, and I stuck with it, and I felt better. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, the race came around, and race the race is like the Saturday before Easter Sunday, which is the last day of Lent. Yep. And so I, uh, and I ran my race, and I got in on I got in under an hour, fifty nine, fifty six. At a boy, at a boy, you got in, man. I got it, yeah, man. And and uh, I was really destroyed, but boy, going, doing the clean eating thing, just really, like, put off a a big, um, put off bells and sirens in yeah, my brain. Man. Like, what else is there to this nutrition thing? Because it felt so good. Yep. And so I just drilled down from there. Um, at that same time, while getting ready for that 10K, I read Born to Run. I learned about Scott Jurek. And that was the first sort of plant-based domino okay. to fall. Okay. And so, and that's where it went. And from from there on, it was me becoming more aware of of, of the plant-based protocols that are out there. Yep. And, and also identifying not only as as a guy who's lost some weight, some weight, sure. but identifying as a guy who's now a runner. Yeah. I run. Yep. I run races. This is my second Crescent City Classic. This is important to me. And then further, as I learned about Scott Jurek, Rich Roll, Brendan Brazier, these, you know, the, the, the big names, the big names in the movement is, as far as athleticism goes, then I started to identify not only as a guy who's lost weight and is a runner, but I started to identify as a plant-based runner where I really sort of took it on as a mantle. It was something that I became, became proud of, especially after listening to so many Rich Roll podcasts as I started training for my first half marathon yeah. and, and really sort of uh, uh, just learning more and more about food and its connection to chronic disease right. and understanding how many chronically diseased loved ones I have lost in my life. And once that connection was made in my brain, I kind of got mad. Oh, dear. I kind of got mad at, at the status quo. Right. I kind of got mad at the paradigm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start swinging a big sledgehammer at all of these norms that I thought, you know. Do it, man. And that's and that's where I've been. Break the walls then. down, yeah, dude. Just start swinging and, and, and going. And not just haphazardly, but bring some facts with you. Bring some resources with you. Go look for yourself, you know. And and um, that's that's kind of where I've been. That's that's in a nutshell how it all got started and got me to where where I am right now. Now we're kind of running out of time. I know you got to yeah, get sure. in there. You're the keynote speaker tonight. <laughs> um, just fun question: How many miles do you estimate you've run since you've started this? I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's man. been thousands. So, yeah, dude. Yeah, just so just um. So in 2015, I probably ran about, say, 2,200 or so miles, maybe more. I have to look at my Strava account. But in the, in, just in 2016, um, um, uh, no, 2017, so I ran a lot of miles in 2016 as I was ramping up to my 100-mile race in yeah. September. Uh, but 2017, before I went to Liverpool to run the Liverpool Marathon in May, I had already logged 1,130 miles. So you can just you could probably just figure a couple of thousand miles 
a year right. for the past three years. You've been across the U.S. a couple it's, times. It's, yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a lot. Right on. So I, I wanted to share this story with you before we, we conclude here, man, because I know you're a big football guy. And so it's like you were talking about, man, how cool is this? The PCRM flew me in and like here I am speaking tonight. Right. It's like dreams coming true, right? So when I lost all the weight, like I got that surge of confidence that you were talking about, man, that everybody that – finally it clicks for like they just experience it's like all right let's go out and conquer the world always love football always been a media guy so i start my own company wind up befriending some players wind up doing a radio show with some of the players and like traveling and like going covering the games and man like that was the coolest thing ever man and like so i'm so nerdy like some people like Star Wars. Some people like Game of Thrones. Like me, I'm a pro wrestling guy, right? Okay. So one of the players, dude by the name of Adam Carricker, and I, we start doing a half NFL, half WWE podcast, right? Uh-huh. And lo and behold, we wind up on Monday Night Raw in front of like four million people, dude. How crazy is that? <laughs> that is wild. Dude, and, and it's just like the confidence that you get from finally just buying into yourself yes you know what i mean yes, so whether absolutely. it's like running and coming and speaking at these types of events or doing something quirky mm-hmm. like that like you rediscover who you are absolutely so when you talk to another big person and you get this camaraderie about version 2.0 i always liken it to asking yourself that question what did you want to be when you grow up and you finally, as an adult, have that answer. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, sure. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah, so look sure. at you, man. Now you're doing like Megan Kelly, like you <laughs> doing all sorts of big press, man. It's it's been it's surreal is what it is. And and yes, the 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 confidence that I built in myself through proving what it is more than confidence is trust. I trust myself. I trust when I say I'm going to go and do something now, I know I can go and get it done. Do it. And so I feel comfortable putting myself out there and saying, hey, I'm entertaining X, Y, Z, man. Yeah, man. And so and I'm not I don't feel like a fraud when I do that. I and know. that is an amazing thing to feel inside of you. It's better than wearing a size 32 jeans or anything you can imagine. That's a good feeling. As a big, it is kind of <laughs> nice to move from the big and tall section. Oh, I, although I am, a, I'm still tall, so I got sure. a 35 inseam. Right, right, so that's right. Still an issue. Sure. But, but yeah, but no, it feels really good to believe in yourself. For sure, man. It feels really good, and that's not something fat guys are used to doing, man. Nah, nah. Dude, I could talk to you for hours, man. I could man. talk to you for hours. Yeah, this is, and, this is a good time. Did you make the trip down to the Dome for that game this season, this uh, past I season? Did, I did not. I, <laughs> I, I took this this past year off. Uh, I, I only did the home games because, uh, well, you know, I, I wanted to focus on this. <laughs> that was the comeback, man. Yeah, but all right, so prediction. I mean, we're not even at OTAs yet. Yeah, so oh, yeah. just from one football nerd to another, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I really, you know – I'm sorry, but uh, I'm a little biased. But I honestly, no kidding think, with that hat. Yeah, of course. It, obviously, NFC champs this year are going to be the Saints. Obviously, obviously, there's, there's no question. That, I'm, you know, I, I, you know, I'm serious when I say that. I think there is no question in NFC. I love the Eagles and all. They were great last year. It's amazing. I love the team. I love the owner. I love what they stand for. A really cool organization, but not this year, man. Right on. Not this year. Not this year. Not and it's not. Year. I hope they are. It's. I know they oh, are. Oh, we gonna but Drew Brees is gonna do it Elway style. We're gonna go two back to back and then call it a there call it go. a call there it a career. He's calling it right here. <laughs> and what he sets his mind to, he does. That's right. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much. Thank man. you, you man. Awesome. I appreciate it.
Who dat, Josh Lejani? Who dat? That's the battle cry for his beloved New Orleans Saints, if you're not a football fan. Such an inspirational story. You know, we're going to have him on again in the future. There's just so much more road that I want to travel with him. Incredible guy. You know, there's a club that us former big guys belong to, but it's not exclusive. There's a standing invitation to everybody who's struggling with their weight. We want everybody to be able to come and join us. There's a standing invitation to anybody who wants to lace up their sneakers, step out the front door, clean out their pantry, load up on fruits and vegetables, and subscribe to a whole food plant-based diet experience firsthand that transformation inside and out that Josh was talking about. It is a feeling unlike anything else you will ever experience in your entire life, and it's a feeling that you're going to want to pay forward. Revolutionizing health starts with one person, and then that one person pays it forward to another, and to another, and to another, and before you know it, you have millions of people living happier and healthier lives. And that is what this show is all about. So thank you, Josh, for being an inspiration to millions. And thank you for listening to the Exam Room Podcast brought to you by the Physicians Committee. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, download it from Apple Podcasts, or from wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. So many more shows, so much more inspiration out there. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. We would be ever so grateful. The next Vegan This event is scheduled for the third Tuesday in June back in in Washington, D.C. It is a free event. Renowned author Tracy McWhorter will be in the house. She, too, has an awe-inspiring story that you absolutely need to hear. Come on out. Join us. PCRM.org slash vegan. This is where you will find all of that information. For now, I'm the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Thank you so very much for listening to The Exam Room, brought to you by the Physicians Committee. (laughs) 